0: Super Bowl Sunday, baby. KC, let's get ready to party. With that being said, I am DB's
1: 1492. What's up, KC? This is Lee 86. Super Bowl 54, baby.
2: Tat, tat, what the fuck,
1: man? This is the boy. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Oh, boy. I'm better spirits today, man. Super Bowl weekend, is upon us, baby. Uh, Chief Nations, open your eyes. Open your eyes, Chief Nations. Uh, like I said, it's been a crazy week, man, for all of us, man. All the the dealings within Kobe Bryant's tragic, tragic passing, his daughter and uh, seven other uh, uh, passengers that was on the uh, helicopter. Uh, come to find out within Kobe News, It was a 13 or $14 million, uh, air vessel. It was not equipped with the proper, uh, safety features, the uh, black box that we discussed on the last podcast and also some other, uh, maneuvering aerial, uh, things that could have been on that chopper to help prevent it. Uh, we still don't have all the answers. We're still trying to piece everything together. Uh, from the last podcast, it was said that Kobe Bryant was identified uh, and things of that nature. Uh, I don't believe they identified little Gianna and uh, the rest of the uh, other passengers, you know, just for clarity. But like I said, man, this is a tragedy, man. Like I said, uh, we just going to talk, you know, uh, Lee, what are your thoughts on anything like on the findings of Kobe, man? Anything you want to say about Kobe?
1: Yeah, man. Um, yeah, man, it's 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 just still so surreal and very tragic, you know, for Kobe, Mamba, Cita, and you know the other seven victims. But you know, um, like you spoke of, it's just it's just so mind-boggling to know that a guy of Kobe Bryant stature, um, you know, didn't have. "Quote unquote," sort of speak, uh, up to date aircraft. Um, the reason why I say that is just like how you said it was not equipped with a black box unit on that aircraft. Um, it's it's being investigated, and this came out that there wasn't even a monitor to basically. Tell the pilot that you're about to run into an object. There was no type of up-to-date monitor on that aircraft. You know, short and sweet, the aircraft was kind of, you know, an older, later make and model. It's just so unfortunate, man. And another thing that has me scratching my head is that, you know, um it was said that there was previous attempts to let Kobe and his party know, you know, and the pilot that that (laughs) particular day, the air, the fog was so thick in the LA skies that particular morning. They said it was, that fog was thick like milk. And, you know, I just wish it was someone there to, you know, say, hey, you know, we're not going to get in these skies with all this thick fog, you know, because there was flags before they took off. But like you said, man, it's it's just unfortunate, man. Just the only thing I can say, man, is Wrist and Peeps, Colby, and Mamba Cita, and, man, it's just so sad.
2: Beach, what you got on it, man?
0: Uh, pretty much you might get in that door for me sorry uh, my bad I'm in I'm about to be in route my thoughts on it is that um, kind of what Lee alluded to was as far as the getting the air traffic control giving them permission to go into the you know to fly that helicopter knowing that um, you know it was fog out and things of that nature. Um, to me, it just—I guess—it's just human error. But I kept on hearing reports that uh, it was pretty much upon impact, as far as the crash. Like um, when going through the fall, I guess they just smack dab into a uh, to a side of a mountain. Yeah, if I'm correct, and yeah, I, I believe it speeds over over a 100- hundred. Believe, um, which is unfortunate. Um
2: Beats, I got you over here. Sound like Optimus Prime,
0: man. I mean, I don't have anything else really to say on it, to be honest.
2: Yeah, I kind of, I kind of lost you there a little bit. You were sounding like Optimus Prime and shit. But, uh,
0: it was, like I said, I'm in route, so I don't you know. you good,
2: you good, you good. Yeah, I, I just want to let you know you kind of cut out, so I didn't catch some of what you said. But, uh, yeah,
0: but, I mean, you heard,
2: uh, basically just about uh, the tragedy and the aircraft and everything, uh, the safety precautions and all that things. But, uh,
1: yeah, yeah that's a that's a like Beats had touched on, I had caught that little, I had caught it when he said, you know, um, that basically now they're determining that um, each victim on this aircraft, they're determining their death as blunt force trauma. Oh. So that, yeah, blunt force trauma. So like Beats was saying, they hit the side of that mountain. Going at a rate of one hundred eighty six miles per hour. Wow! So well, that's instant it, fatality. Yeah. So in theory, that's just like in theory, that's just like standing on the top of the crown center with the with with a bag full of eggs and just dropping it. Once you go down and pick up that bag and open up that bag, all those eggs are just going to be. Broken and shattered all up, so that's the reality of Kobe Bryant's sudden and
3: tragic. Divide.
2: Well, let me go back to this. Uh, so that you, you read a video we was talking about that was circulating, so that was not an actual footage,
1: yeah. And, and, and I was gonna say that because. It the reason I, I'm glad you bring that up, Cal, is because when we were talking about that video that we had seen the day that this all had went down, I me and you both was asking each other the same thing: like, how did that that how did that copter go into a downward spiral like that? I I just didn't look too much into that video.
2: Me neither. Because, like I said, that just didn't make sense. As they said it was the foggy conditions. Now, them to be crashing inside of a hillside or something like that makes sense. I mean, it shouldn't have happened, but for them not, like you said, to have the proper uh, safety uh, uh, safety uh, instruments on that uh, vehicle, it makes sense. But, like, but throughout the week, uh, there's been a lot of uh, tributes and everything for Kobe. It's going to be a tribute at the Super Bowl. Shaq, uh, Derek Fisher, Fo- uh Rick Fox, who was thought to be on the vessel, uh, was on a uh, 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 TNT the other night. Did you guys catching any of that?
1: Yeah, I caught a little bit of. No, I didn't
2: catch bit. it. Oh yeah, man, it was a uh, crazy uh, Shaq. He brought a little comedy to it, but you know Shaq got to bring some light to it, man. And I thought that was pretty funny. He was talking about how Kobe used to. Uh, <laughs> like in pre-games and, and in practice before he ever got a chance to really play, that he was uh, playing basketball without a ball. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like you can't guard me. You can't, you can't do this. and just doing extra full-speed moves without a ball.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: uh, mm-hmm. towards the tail end of Kobe's, and well, uh, when uh, Kobe was coming into play, uh, Shaq at a moment was like, yeah, once you get a ball to Kobe, he didn't want to play without a fucking ball. I just thought that shit was funny, man, the way he was, you know, uh, showing how he would be in full stride without a basketball, just trying to get his point across like, hey, put me in, coach, I'm ready to go. But uh, mm-hmm. it just shows, man, you know, there's so many different stories everybody was saying. And for Rick Fox to come out, cause like I said, people were saying that he was on the craft.
1: It's just been a crazy week, man.
2: But uh, like I said, man, things yeah. are still developing. Go ahead, Lee.
1: Yeah. Like you said, man, it's just been a <clears throat> it's just been a crazy, you know, life event that his fans, family, or you know, having to go through. It's just it just makes me just like I just said a couple couple minutes ago, a guy of Kobe Bryant's stature, man, he should have <sighs> all the money that he has, if he, if he, you know, transported by aircraft on a daily, it's like, man, you should have had, you know, someone should have, you know, a company should have came forward, you know, and just equipped him with the aircraft, something like the president's, you know, travel in when they're in the air. It's just, it's just so, so much, man. It's, Oh man, it, it it just makes you wonder. Like, wow! Like for that plane, for that aircraft to not have the basic, you know, operations on it, it's just like, wow.
2: Yeah, man, it's it's, it's tragic, man. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's it's no way to really explain or try to comprehend com- comprehend what what happened, how this happened. Like you said, I, you would think that uh, for somebody of Kobe's stature, uh, he would have been equipped with an aircraft that was clicking on all cylinders, like I said. Maybe, like I said, it maybe maybe he didn't use the craft for uh, long flights. Maybe it was just like, you know, like, because L.A. is so big, the traffic is so crazy. Maybe it was just something that he just used in city, if that makes sense. You know, yeah. you know maybe, yeah.
1: I don't know, man. But Yeah, you – you hit it right on the head big guy because he, he he came out a while back and said how his desire and his and his rate of traveling became in a helicopter I like, can't sit in a car like that for more than two hours like if y'all paid attention sit. Seeing him sit courtside sometimes at those games. You can tell that his knees would start kind of bothering him when he get got up to shake LeBron James's hand once LeBron passed him on the all-time scoring list. You know, he was kind of, you know, grimacing and kind of grabbing at his knee. Mm. And kind of, you know, I I can understand, you know, cause that traffic in LA is. It's just, wow, you know, um, and it's like that on a daily basis, so that's what, that's why he gravitated to the helicopters, but once again, man, it's it's just unfortunate, you know, um, but he said, you know, that's how I liked it to travel, due to all the mayhem in L.A. and my knees being bad, and I've been able to sit for more than two hours and stuff like that, it's just... Just one of those things, man. Yeah, yeah, one of them things,
2: man. Like I said, man. Uh still at a loss for words in this whole situation. Uh, but like I said, we're uh we'll keep uh mentioning this and until we all figure out what the what happened here. Like I said, it's still developing. Uh but uh on a lighter note, let's go on to the Chiefs, baby. It's here. It's finally here. I hope you guys get your your rope tail and your your vegan uh your vegan casseroles and everything that you're gonna chow down on, your your ribs and your whatever it is that you guys like to eat, <laughs> get it going, cause it's here to make light of a terrible week. Our Chiefs are finally in the Super Bowl. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping. To be victorious in this game, just to bring a little bit more light to this sad week. But let's go ahead and just kick it off, man. Uh, we got the 49ers in the Super Bowl in Miami. We've been saying Super Bowl or bust all year, Bay-E. But getting there wasn't, the, that was half the job. We want to take home the rings and that trophy. So, uh, Lee? Lee? What are your thoughts and some of your keys on this game coming up this
1: Sunday? Yeah, man, this is uh um, like I always tell y'all, man, this is our first time coming, being young Chiefs fan, you know. Um, it's we're here, Super Bowl fifty-four, Miami, where the stars shine so bright. You know, we we finally get to witness our team in this, in this big game. It's just, it just feels so good right now, man. I just been on such a, such a, such a gratifying high, you know, during this whole, during this whole run, man, during this whole season, you know, it just feels good. But we got the 49ers baby in Miami, you know, the red and gold Super Bowl. This is gonna be a this is gonna be a Super Bowl to remember. Um, you know, man. I I I want you know we brought that we brought that Lamar Hunt Trophy home, made it stay home where it deserves to be. But it's not over. This mission is not over. Um, I I really do. I, I was laughing at the at the quote a will put out. You know that's you're supposed to be on your show. Uh, but he kind of, you know, put that quote in there about Andy Reid in the ring, and you know, just just starting off with the, you know, I ain't gonna break it all the way down, but just short and sweet for now, I want this for Big Red, man. Um, I really, really do. Andy Reid, uh, Norma Hunt, Clark Hunt, Lamar Hunt, they deserve it. Um, we are a We are a talented team in this Super Bowl, and um, it's our time to take this, to bring this uh, Lombardi trophy home. You know, uh, it's going to be a hell of a game, but I really want this Super Bowl for our Chiefs and Andy Reid and the Hunt family. You know, it's time to bring that thing home.
2: And Beast, what are some of your thoughts, man, going into this game?
0: Uh, It hasn't even kind of hit me yet that we're, I mean, I know we're in the Super Bowl, but it hasn't really uh, hit me yet. Normally, uh, I'll be nervous going into a game. I was nervous going into the last two games, but as of right now, I I don't have any feeling as of right now. I am anxious for the game to start, and maybe once the game does start, I start getting anxious and nervous and, you know get right back into my fanfare, but maybe it's just because I haven't I've never been in this um, this position or as a fan to have my team in the Super Bowl. Um, but I will say this, I am loving it that these national talking heads are uh, picking the 49ers to win this game because I believe it would give the chiefs extra motivation for themselves to prove themselves that, oh, okay, you guys doubt us. you saying we can't stop, you know, uh, their running game, that George Kittle is going to do this, he's going to do that, uh, that they're, uh, the 49ers defensive line is going to stop Mahomes, that they can, like, uh, um, you know, that he's not going to have enough time to uh, – Survey the field and cut up the secondary of the 49ers. I just love it all. Uh, as far as this point, you have a couple people out there that are picking the chiefs, but a lot of people are picking the uh, 49ers. And then a lot of people are saying that this is going to be a close game and having either the chiefs winning by three or uh, the 49ers winning by three. Um, but like you guys said, I am happy that we are in the Super Bowl, but the job is not done. Um, we won't be satisfied. I mean, you know, you know, because we are going to do a show after this game, and we're either going to be happy or we're going to be disappointed. And it's not going to be, oh, we're happy that we made it to the Super Bowl. We're going to be disappointed if we come up short. So, uh, like you guys said, uh, it's all gas, no breaks for me. Um, winning for any whatever type of motivation. I mean, you shouldn't have really any motive you shouldn't have any extra motivation for this game. This is the big this is the big one. Mm. And I mean all gas, no breaks. So that's my thoughts on the game.
2: Uh yeah, and I just got a text message from Will. Uh, I'm trying to patch him in while we're live here. I just sent him a text. Well, like we said been saying, uh, yeah, it's uh it haven't really hit me either, man, because I think for me with the, the tragedy of Kobe Lumen over this Super Bowl and uh it just kinda just really took my head out of it. I haven't really got a chance to watch any uh of the uh fan experience stuff that's going down in Miami. I haven't really got a chance to sit down and enjoy and think about us even being there. And like what you said, beats when the when the game kicks off, I know I'm gonna be uh hella hype and lit but uh Conway did just join in you there big dog yeah I'm in here all right man we over here talking about Chiefs Nation baby
1: Con- uh, baby. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but
2: I-, I wanted to have you on the show man because I want to kind of go back I know we're on our Chiefs talk right now <clears throat> but I was talking to you uh about Kobe and things like that man is there anything that you want to kind of uh, touch on any experience or any remembrance of, of the legend, man?
3: Uh, Well, man, Kobe Bryant, man, uh, he was actually, he was my favorite basketball player, man. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, he was a bigger part of the, uh, the NBA. Like I said, man, these kids nowadays really don't understand real hard physical basketball like it was back in the day. And, Mm-hmm. The Mamba definitely showed a lot of toughness. Uh mm-hmm. he sticked in LA even though towards the end of his career when they, you know, start getting bad and stuff like that. But uh yeah, man, Kobe just fought through injuries and everything. Man, he just showed mental toughness and he was just an all around great player, man. I'm a I'm a definitely messy, man. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and like I said, we just kind of wanted to get your thoughts, man, because we kind of you kind of missed out on the Kobe segment. But uh, like I said, man, may Kobe and the, his daughter and the other passengers rest. One more thing that I wanted to say that I kind of missed on the Kobe thing, y'all. I was on Facebook and like, it's like people saying, like, you know, posting pictures of the other passengers, saying like as if people are not remembering them or giving them proper respect, being that they lost their lives, which is not. True to me at all. Uh, everyone that has been posted on this subject has been mentioning the other passages. We wouldn't be human beings if we didn't care about the other people that perished in this tragedy. And, and like some people just really should just shut up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Kobe was the main fixture in this and his daughter, but it was other people there too. And we respect life, whoever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. So some people just really should just bite their tongue and just not say nothing. You ain't got nothing good to say. Don't say nothing. All right. But to move on back to the Super Bowl, baby. Like I said, man, uh, we are here. Uh Will, what is some of your thoughts, man, on the first Super Bowl in our
3: life? What is your thoughts on it, man? Man, it just be honest, man. It's just still unreal, man. Uh I remember, you know, going out to Arrowhead, bro, and you know, when we was so bad, man. I mean, they were literally giving away the tickets. Uh people was there in the stands with brown bags over their heads. Uh man, it just it's it's unreal, man. But man, I'm just I'm just very, very excited, man. Uh hopefully we can get this dub on Sunday, which I believe we are, but man, it's just just seem so unreal, but man, I'm just I'm just so happy that that we there, man. We made it.
2: hmm We are here, man. So let's go ahead and just get some of our keys to the game. We'll just talk it out. Uh whatever you guys feel that we need to hit on. But uh Lee, I'll start with you, man. Well, give me a key to the
1: game. Yeah, um, I'ma just kinda I'ma just kind of double back a little bit and uh kind of touch up. On what Beats was saying earlier, you know, and uh, how, how, how y'all, how like y'all saying, you know, um, I'm excited, man. Um, me, I can feel the nerves in my body, you know, 24 7, you know, 24 um, 8. It's just one of those things, man. This, the Chiefs are here, man. It's just like, wow. But I agree with you on like how you said uh, earlier, Cal when you said about the whole Kobe situation, it has kind of, you know, dampered it just a little bit. But, you know, that, that's so unfortunate that 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 has happened in the place of the Super Bowl. But, um, but like Beats was saying, man, I agree with Beats 100%. Uh, I, I'm just so ready for this game. You know, the narrative around the NFL is that, The 49ers, this Nick Bosa, that Jimmy G, this you know, Kyle Shanahan, this that running style, that you know, and it's kind of like the Chiefs has really vaulted up in situations like this thus far this year. It's like that they just like they take a hold of that underdog mentality, like, okay keep overlooking us, you know. I really don't pay attention to the narrative just for these particular reasons right here. It's like I don't get all caught up into it. Only only time that I really was interested in seeing the Chiefs lead up to this game was opening night, you know, when they came out to kind of hear all the players, you know, talk. But besides that, I really ain't being – into all the Super Bowl festivities. But number one, why I just don't listen to the narrative in the media. Yeah, they're talking about the Chiefs' high-powered offense, okay? We get that. We know we're the Legion of Zoom. But statistically, the San Francisco 49ers put up more points than the Kansas City Chiefs this year. The Chiefs Mm -hmm. averaged 28 points a game during the season the 49ers averaged 29 games during the season. They're talking about our defense. The 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 49ers defense is this, this and that. You know, our defense is the, you know, is the third wheel. Their 49ers defense gave up more points than the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Defense this year. So you see where I'm getting at? You can't listen and put all your eggs in, in in a basket like that and get caught up into what these analytic football people and the critics are talking about. Because clearly I just read off the stats that show otherwise. Yeah, our offense is getting all the talk, but their offense put up more points statistically. Yeah, their defense get, is getting all the talk, but our defense statistically shine better throughout the year. So, it's like what y'all trying to say is is backwards anyway. So, I'm just ready to get this game on, man. You know, that's why I just agree with Beats when he said that about the critics and the, the narrative. Sunday, it's time to put on the red and gold. Time to lace up the cleats. And it's time to go out and party for your right, you know, for your – get your right to party, Tom, like Kelsey said, you know. It's short and sweet on my end, man. Keys to the game. Start fast. We have not started – the last three games that we've had, we have not started fast, whether it was the championship game against the Titans, the divisional game against the Texans, Last year's game, AFC championship game against the Patriots. We started slow. And I just feel that our boys are coming out and going to start fast in this one. Number two, Fisher. Mitchell Schwartz. Be anchors because those are going <laughs> those are gonna be the reasons why the Kansas City Chiefs host that Lombardi trophy. Mitchell Schwartz and Eric Fisher. We keep Pat upright. Let him serve that. Man. And another thing, house money players, step up. Frank Clark, Honey Badger, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, step up. Y'all house money money names, y'all got to step up. We got to keep this thing rolling. We do all those things mentally, stay stay focused mentally, defensively. Man, we're bringing that Lombardi trophy home. Super Bowl 54 is ours. I'm going to wait on the prediction. But those are just my little tidbits and my little keys to a victorious Super Bowl 54.
2: Uh, Beach, you got any keys to the game, bro?
0: Uh, yeah, I have a few. Uh, first, um, settle into the game. I'm kind of like Lee. I want them to start fast. But I understand that this is the Super Bowl. It's bright lights. I want – if it's up to me, um, I would think if they win the coin uh, toss, I mean, yeah, the coin toss, they're going to defer. Oh. So, um mm-hmm. So defensively, um, I know it takes Steve Spagnolo at least two or three drives for him to see what they're doing, and then he'll go off of that. Um, as far as that goes, I would like to see him press the issue. I will come out, and I am uh, – I'm putting Nate in the box. I'm doubling Kittle, and I'm, I'm putting the ball in Jimmy G hand. I'm, I'm daring them to run that play action shit and try to hit me over the top. Cause I I'm saying cover double cover Kittle, uh, give them something to think about each time. You don't have to cover them with the same guys each time. Just, just in key situations, Jimmy G, you can't have him. And I'm making Emmanuel Sanders, Debo Samuel, uh, Samuel, uh, uh, born, um, beat me on the outside. Um, as far as the running game, um, Frank Clark and uh, Suggs are going to be key in setting the edge and kicking that shit back inside because they like to stretch that shit outside as far mm-hmm. as they can to where running back can pick a hole and go. So as far as the defensive ends, no matter on what side, um, contain on the outside and kick the shit back in towards your linebackers and your uh, D tackles. So Mike Pinnell, um, Chris Jones, um Xavier Williams, uh, Colin Saunders can uh, wrap up and make a play. Derek Naughty, and make a play on these uh running backs because you know they're gonna to- tote out. Tevin Coleman, they're gonna uh Mozart, uh Brita, and then uh also be wary of that uh that um Scat back. that fullback slash tight end I forgot his name but his but his number is 44 mm-hmm. they use him as a receiver and things of that nature on the flip side um, to me Andy Reid this is all gas no breaks there is no tomorrow it's the all season after this game pull out all the stops I don't care any plays you got from 94 <laughs> zoo days I don't give a fuck bring them out um, do your mixed direction, have them thinking uh, which ways the ball is going. You know how we talked during the season where we were looking for those jet sweeps, you know, that stuff came out during the playoffs, Continue to do that wide receiver screens, just stuff to get Pat going on that first drive. The one thing I don't want them to do is try to come out five wide and, and throw vertical and try to hit Tyreek Hill uh, over the top. Even though I do believe our wide receivers are uh, faster then the uh, DBs of the 49ers actually the DBs of the 49ers are actually slow to be honest with you but um, I believe that um, with their cover three um, scheme and press Bell, and they they kind of switch between that that cover three they they stay in that mostly but they kind of uh, turn into uh, quarters coverage also uh, I believe they're going to play a lot of zone I believe Kelsey is going to eat a lot uh, and then, as far as I mean, don't make any mistakes. Don't beat yourself. Don't turn the ball over. Penalties, uh, things of that nature. Hit all your field goals. Don't, and also be uh, weary of you know um, the 49ers going for it on fourth down on their on their in their territory or uh, fake punts or uh, fake field goals or anything of that nature. Um, like uh, Lee said, I'm gonna hold off on my position, but I do believe. Uh, we win this game, though.
3: All right, Will, uh, you got any keys or anything you want to – Yeah, I got a few little keys. Um, well, first of all, I think uh, Predator face has Richard Sherman is in some trouble. <laughs> uh, he's in some trouble. Uh, our, ref- our receivers – our receivers is about to beat that man to death, man, uh, like Arnold Schwarzenegger did in that movie. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, we already know what our offense is about. Um, our defense, man, I believe we just really got to stay disciplined, man. Uh, last week, you know, we did pretty good. Our defense did do pretty good, but uh, we had a lot of penalties, uh, you know, them jumping off sides and things like that. I think uh, they did all that stuff, you know, because it was AFC uh, championship and, Things like that. So I mean, this is a bigger dance right here. So this can really hurt us here because 49ers will capitalize off our fuck up. So mm-hmm. uh basically, man, our defense just gotta stay disciplined. Uh Pat, y'all keep on doing what y'all doing. Um Yeah, man, that's that's pretty much it, man. Just uh defense just keep on doing what y'all been doing, you know, since you know roughly around week eight that I didn't seen because uh, we was terrible at the beginning of the year. But yeah, man, this, you know, stick to the, stick to the plan, man. And other than that, man, uh, I see us coming out of there with a dub too.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh, for myself, I'm gonna keep it kind of short and sweet. Uh, the Chiefs, uh, this is the big dance. This is what we've been preparing for all year. This is the thick chick at the club twerking, and you got to get on her. This is what this game <laughs> is. <laughs> the Chiefs need to come out fast. I want them to fly. Like I like how they flying under the radar. I want them to have, shut up all the naysayers in this game. I want them to take off on their ass because if we force the ball in Garoppolo's hand, just like we did Tannehill last week. Yeah, he got 200 yards, but he didn't have enough to get done. Get it done. Put the ball in Garoppolo's hand. and we get up on these boys, they'll be forced to throw it. So take advantage of every offensive possession that we have in this game. Also on the penalty side, be disciplined like everybody was saying. Get in those trenches. Do your jobs. Attack Garoppolo. Don't let these dudes get out to the outside in that run game. Control your corners. And like you said, Will, Richard Sherman can't keep up with us. He's going to be exposed Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in this game. But we need to come in and do what we need to do, take care of business. I don't want no stagnant starts. Put that ball in Garoppolo's hand.
1: Yeah. And and just to kind of really grab a hold onto what everybody said, you know, my thing is this. Go back to the mentality. I'm speaking about the defense right here. Go back to the mentality that you had in that AFC championship game. Beats hit it right on the head when he said, you know, Suggs and uh, um, Frank Clark about setting that edge because that is what the 49ers do. They try to block one way and have that back cut back up field. You have to stay disciplined. You have to play physical. That's what they did against the Tennessee Titans to hold Derrick Henry to 69 yards. It was just a mentality, it was a physicality, and it was a determination. Come with that same type of play and you will you will neutralize that San Francisco offense in that rush that potent rushing attack that I call it key thing fellas to keep an eye on in this game if our Kansas City Chiefs consistently win on first down we win on first down consistently you will see how that alters Kyle Shanahan and that offense if they can force them into second and eight second and nine a lot of times how they did Tennessee you know, it it put it puts that offense behind the sticks just a little bit. So be men, be anchors on first down. And another thing, stay, stay mentally on point. Because I'm hearing all this talk about Jimmy G put the ball in his hands. Go back and look at this game, fellas. Go back and look at the San Francisco 49ers when they invaded uh the, uh, the Mercedes being Superdome. And a lot of people said, Oh, the Saints is gonna stop that run game. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a Drew Brees show, this that, and the other. The Saints did just that. They stopped that run game. But Jimmy G counteracted. And was just was just pumping some dimes down that field. So the secondary is gonna have to be ready for everything, not just that run, because we've seen it in the first in the first quarter of that Tennessee game. Ryan Tannehill came out and started maneuvering with that play action. Everybody, stay humble and stay together, play together, because Jimmy G can throw that ball and it's not he it's yeah we know he can he will it's just that you you have to be ready for everything man and i'm just glad beach brought that up because Terrell sucks and Frank Clark is going to be very big being anchors as far as kicking them running backs up front so Chris Jones can eat them and that's another thing Chris Jones was not healthy and he made some very big plays in that championship game pretty much on one leg. He's that- healthy. He's healthy. And that that number ninety five, Jones, that is gonna be one guy that I am looking at. And man, if he gets disruptive, oh boy. But <laughs> you no, know, it's this is the defense is like I said, man, I I, I got Faith and Pat in this offense, but defensively, that's why I had to break it down like that, man. But offensively, they ha- they cannot commit penalties and stuff like that. They have to catch these balls. They have to block and stuff like that, man, because uh, this these 49ers, man, they can get rolling too. <laughs> <laughs> but the difference between the Saints and, the, and, and our Chiefs defense,
2: our chief defense is a top-rated defense in all of the NFL. Like you said, in those key position players, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, uh, Suggs, Nandi, fucking Purnell, its too many big heavy hitters within that front line. Our sec- I ain't worried about our secondary, but we can handle business. Our difference between any other of these teams is that big fucking steak package, <laughs> dinner meal, <laughs> up front. <laughs> For the Kansas City Chiefs, <laughs> that is car, the difference, man. That's the, that NASCAR man. package,
1: yeah, that
2: motherfucking 30, 40 ounce fucking T-bone steak, baked mm-hmm. potato dinner, right in that front defensive front. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, man. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. Yep. that is the fucking difference,
1: man. So oh, we man. got to right go ahead. The the little tidbit I shot out earlier, statistically. Everybody talking about the dominant defense of the 49ers. We put up better. We won the turnover margin throughout the season over the 49ers. So people just to – I mean, yeah, a lot of people don't go off of stats, but it is what it, it, is, what it is. That's why they have stats. And statistically, the Kansas City Chiefs defense outshod the 49ers defense all season long.
0: Here, let me uh I was just gonna say to your point, uh Lee, as far as those uh those stats on the def- the between the defenses, I think the reason why people come up with that narrative is because one, um when you watch the forty ers they kinda pop off, you know, with the eye test, they kinda pop up, you know, pop out mm-hmm. at you as far as you know. Um, just like their, their physicality and just their size and how fast they move. Right. And you know what I mean? On all levels of the defense, especially the front seven, not necessarily the back end, but mm-hmm. the front seven. I got a hell of a front seven. And we, I mean, we like we like we popped off, off, off the screen, but it's not like the 49ers. So I, I think that's what it is. And then as far as the offense goes, I think our offense pops off the screen. More than what their offense pops off the screen, if you mm-hmm, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, it's a lot of sense. Yep,
2: and this is the, this is the first time that the Chiefs have had it all. Every time we done went True. to the playoffs or something like that, we had offense, no defense, defense, no offense. Mm-hmm. This year, we finally got the whole recipe right. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between this team, man. Like I said, man, we just not even start off fast, man. Like I said, I, I just if we get out to a fast start, it's going to put them in a situation and change their
1: whole game crane play. We know they're playing the run on us. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. See, a thing that kind of got me, I was kind of really, you know, really trying to decipher this game. Just want to throw this quick little tidbit in here. The Chiefs, if y'all go back, we played them the third game of this preseason the third game of the preseason where the starters play into the second half. So if you go back and look at that preseason game, like I said, the starters went into the second half of that game and it was pretty close. Like the first half, it was, I believe it was like 17 to 13 or something like that. You know, we were winning before the starters got taken out, but it was a lot of stuff that they were running, you know, in that preseason game. It's kind of like a driss rehearsal for, you know, in the preseason. That's the longest game. That's the most game. That's the game fans like to watch because the starters play the longest. And mm-hmm. so that game, you know, we were stopping that run. Yeah, I know it's preseason and we're in the Super Bowl. Things change, but best believe. You know, some players and some coaches kind of went back and looked at that specific preseason game just to kind of see some tendencies of their defense, of their offensive line, of what Jimmy G would like to do. Because like I said, that ball, even though it was preseason, that was an entertaining first half between the Chiefs and the 49ers in that preseason game. So I, I got a feeling it's going to be somewhat reminiscent you know, to that preseason game. And, again, I I agree. You know, one of y'all said it. Um, you know, we you all we all said it. The San Francisco 49ers secondary does not have the speed to keep up with these guys. And it has to be up to Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid and that offense. Take what they give you. If you see Richard mm-hmm. Sherman playing – 10-15, 10-15 yards off of Tyreek Hill. Man, hit that dude with an eight-yard dig route. Mm-hmm. Keep the change moving. If they want to play off like that, because they're scared of the speed, please take what this defense gives you. And I think that's probably the biggest key
2: of the game. Mm-hmm. Is yes. our wide receivers against their secondary. Mm-hmm. This is this is where Sherman ass is gonna get put to a real test
1: mm-hmm. and they can't and you, go ahead uh, before, before I swing it to you Cal another thing you want to use Joey Bosa Dee Ford's uh, Buckner's aggressiveness against them you know they're going to pin their ears back and try to get to Pat early right okay mm-hmm. so what you do is you counteract that with some Quick halfback draws, some delayed screens, mm-hmm. some designed swing passes, as we talked about all this season long, breaking down this team. That's how you kind of act these boys, because they are trying to get upfield. They know the narrative. Get pressure on Pat. So if y'all want to be aggressive, then guess what? We'll just sneak a little back right behind you and ha- tell Pat to dump it down for a nice screen. Give what they take, what this aggressive, overreacting defense gives you.
0: Yeah, right, man. Mm-hmm. That, Couldn't say better that, myself. That's a good,
1: that's
2: a good point. Man. Yeah, it, it's, it's okay to become check down, Alex. We ain't got to go for the for the Augusta every time, man. I've been saying that. You know, it's okay to check down because those are positive plays. Any positive play. <laughs>
1: Is a positive fucking game. Go, go back to the Detroit Lions game when we played Detroit. Like Beats was saying, Detroit ran a lot of cover three, uh, and then and then uh will switch it up on the fly, give a cover three look, and then go man to man as the play is progressing. And if you go back and look at that game, those receiv those the Detroit Lions secondary played good ball against our receivers all day long. That game was such a catfight. I said in the last podcast, I, I think that that Detroit Lions game and us overcoming that adversity and winning that game showed me this team can play together, not only play together, but they can win together. And they did a lot of the, the Kansas City Chiefs offense in that game against Detroit, they took it they took advantage of the aggressive nature with that defensive line. They were checking it Pat was checking it down, scrambling when he had to. Just do just taking what what the defense gave them. It's just and I I just think that the 49ers defense is going to play some good 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 defense. On us how the Detroit Lions did, but guess what? We were able to overcome that good defense, their aggressiveness, and we got out of Detroit with the W. Same thing bowls for Super Bowl fifty four.
2: All right, man. So let's go ahead and just go ahead and kick it into predictions, Lee. Oh,
1: man, Super Bowl fifty four. I'm not. I I don't care about what what the people are saying. Like I said, we are the Kansas City Chiefs. They are the San Francisco 49ers. I can care less about what people say. Um, We know this team. This is our team. These is our guys. These is our fellas. Um, We know what this team has offensive, defensively, and coaching. Why? Once again, It's just so much credit, you know, due to the coaching staff. Andy Reid has brought in here like Beats touched on a show ago. You know, Brendan Daly coming over, Sam Madison, uh, uh, Matt House, you know. So a credit to these guys, man. Such a credit that we're here. Soak it up. Soak it up. We here two days away. (sighs) This is our time, man. Uh, This is long overdue. The Chiefs go down. The Chiefs take it in Miami. 35 23. Chiefs, baby.
0: We all getting the Jesse Spanos treatment. God damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got the Chiefs going down to Miami, bringing the Lombardi back home to Kansas City. Either Tuesday or Wednesday, we're going to have a parade, and the score is going to be 37-28, Chiefs.
3: Big Will, what you got, bro? Man, they might call me crazy, but let me get uh, Kansas City all the way, man. I'm going for the 40 ball. Let me get 40 to 17 and let the Gates presidential platters just flow through the city. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I know that's what I mean. I love it. I love
2: it. Yeah, man. Just let the the Gates presidential platter be as lean as and trimmed and dressed up as properly as it ever could be. Please. I'm I'm taking the Chiefs. I like that 40 number. I'm gonna say 40
1: 21. Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised now. I would not be surprised. I, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 like I, said, I I
2: expect full I throttle, full either. throttle in this. Full throttle like how Jesse Spano <laughs> gave him a treatment in that pool. Yeah. Full
0: throttle. I'll, yeah, I even say I know the game was last year, but when we played them last year, I know it's a different team. Both teams are different, but. If you went back to that game, we was blowing their ass out. Yeah, it was,
2: and I'm happy to. Uh, be, uh, Lee went back to that game, bro. I sure forgot we played them in the uh, in the preseason. I had to go back and kind of try to pay attention to that. Yeah, and
0: yeah, me too. I'm yeah, around. like
1: I said, go back and look at that game, and it was the third game. Like I said. The game that we all wanted to see in the preseason because we knew the starters was going to go into that second half. Just, I I just want, I just want all my brothers here to kind of just go back and take a peek at that and see and kind of see what I saw. You know, I I see that stuff in this game. It was one, it was one possession, you know, where we stopped their two run plays and here go Jimmy G with pressure all on him. Chris, Hank, Chris Jones, just get just get a paw up, bat the ball down. That's the stuff I'm envisioning. That's the stuff I'm envisioning. I just want y'all to go back and look at that game, man. It's it's some interesting stuff. It kind of make me say, okay, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. And,
2: and going back to this game, the previous games to this game, the defense, uh, Lee, you believe the defense is way better.
1: Shadow yeah. of a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, without the shadow of a doubt, man. Um, Cuz uh Honey Badger said it himself. He really thought that this defense really did not come together until about week seven. I, I agree on that. Something like that. So yeah, by any means, yes. This defense, it, it's just uh, it's just where guys are lined up at. You know, going back and looking earlier on in the year, Honey Badger kind of was – you. you kind of knew where he was going to be at earlier on in this year. Now, man, it's like his position is unknown. You don't know – what he's playing, you don't know if he's playing a, a box safety. You don't know if he's dropping back deep. You don't know if he's coming on a blitz. The dude is—you cannot pinpoint, and, and that's him. You know, Not—not even mentioning in all the stunts and what Frank Clark is bringing now. Hell, Frank Clark was not even. Actually, Frank Clark mm-hmm. had his first, he recorded his first sack. I know it was in this in the preseason, but his first sack as a chief in that in the Chiefs jersey came against the 49ers against Joe Staley. So right. that was some big stuff that I took away of in that game as well. Frank Clark was not healthy in that game, but he mm-hmm. still managed to put pressure. And keep Joe Staley on his damn ass and on his tippy toes all game long. And that was not—that was not a healthy Frank Clark. And when I seen him get his first sack against Staley, I said, "Okay, this defense, this defense got some, this defense got something to work with in this Super Bowl."
3: Yeah,
2: I agree. Like I said, Frank Clark wasn't 100. It's all kind of stuff going in. We was trying to figure out how to play play with each other at that point. I remember uh we were saying that they were trying to figure, you know, it's a new total, new look defense, man. But uh totally can't wait, man. Uh we here. Uh we're in the big dance. Hopefully, big red can get it done. Pat can show off that he's the the next up, he's the number one QB in the league. Uh put all the naysayers' mouths to a halt. Please. Uh, hopefully- the Chiefs can be victorious, man. This is our time, and I just feel it's something special about this team, man. It's it's, it's something real special about this team.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh is there anything else you guys want to cover on or anything? No. Well,
3: uh-huh. yeah. you got anything, big big dog? No, nah, I'm good. I'm good, big dog. I'm just just ready for this ball game, man. Just get your uh
2: Get your turkey sandwich and your kettle chips and your dill pickles together. Whatever <laughs> we going on eating on this Sunday. Be safe. Be safe. Uh if we do get the dub, let's party like we got some sense. Let's party like we got some class. Let's not go tear up the fucking city. Let's not go have a sizzless act. Let's just celebrate. Uh that we made it and that we get it done. And like I said, next podcast, are we going to be happy or are we going to be pissed off? But I'd rather have the first option. But uh, that kind of concludes another episode of Sports Talk KC, Cowboy. Uh, checking for me, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, as Beats. they checking for you. Where can they find you?
0: DBeats1492, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Lee, where can they check you out at? Yeah,
1: y'all can find me on Facebook at Radham Jones, Lee86. You know, man, it's, it's been such a great ride thus far doing this podcast up to this point. You know, um, this is our second time having our brother, our extended brother, Will Conway on here, man. You know, uh, just 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 how we have gotten to this point, man. And to be able to do this And bring this to your ears For your ears, KC um, It's been a, a Pleasure And the marathon continues Baby, let's bring this Let's bring this Lombardi home Super Bowl 54
0: Cheers Alright oh, yeah. oh Oh, 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 oh. Chiefs and chopper. Chiefs and chopper. <laughs> Chiefs
3: and chopper. <laughs> they throw it back to 96, boy. <laughs> Chiefs and chopper. <laughs> <laughs> 1996, so, baby. Damn, yeah. Yeah. I ain't yeah. heard that in the fucking video. Chiefs and chopper.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, man. We'll be back Monday, man. Like I said, hopefully. What a good all right, we got here. Th- and thanks, Will, for being on the show, bro. Uh it's a pleasure having you, bro. And uh we out, man. Yep, yep. <laughs>